Chapter Twelve of Religio Medici and Hydriotaphia. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicole Lee. Hydriotaphia by Thomas Brown. Chapter Three. Plaistered and whited sepulchres were anciently affected in cadaverous and corrupted burials and the rigid jews were wont to garnish the sepulchres of the righteous st matthew twenty three ulysses in hecuba cared not how meanly he lived so he might find a noble tomb after death euripides great princes affected great monuments and the fair and larger urns contained no vulgar ashes which makes that disparity in those which time discovereth among us. The present urns were not of one capacity, the largest containing above a gallon, some not much above half that measure, nor all of one figure, wherein there is no strict conformity in the same or different countries, observable from those represented by Casalius, Bossio, and others, though all found in Italy while many have handles, ears, and long necks, but most imitate a circular figure, in a spherical and round composure, whether from any mystery, best duration, or capacity, were but a conjecture. But the common form with necks was a proper figure, making our last bed like our first, nor much unlike the urns of our nativity, while we lay in the nether part of the earth. Psalms 63 and inward vault of our microcosm. Many urns are red, these but of a black colour somewhat smooth, and dully sounding, which begat some doubt whether they were burnt, or only baked in oven or sun, according to the ancient way, in many bricks, tiles, pots, and testaceous works, and, as the word testa is properly to be taken, when occurring without addition, and chiefly intended by Pliny, when he commendeth bricks and tiles of two years old, and to make them in the spring. Nor only these concealed pieces, but the open magnificence of antiquity, ran much in the artifice of clay. Hereof the house of Mausolus was built. Thus old Jupiter stood in the Capitol, and the statue of Hercules, made in the reign of Tarquinius Priscus, was extant in Pliny's days. And such as declined burning of funeral urns, affected coffins of clay, according to the mode of Pythagoras, a way preferred by Varro. But the spirit of great ones was above these circumscriptions, affecting copper, silver, gold, and porphyry urns, wherein Severus lay, after a serious view and sentence on that which should contain him. Some of these urns were thought to have been silvered over, from sparklings in several pots, with small tinsel parcels, uncertain whether from the earth or the first mixture in them among these urns we could obtain no good account of their coverings only one seemed arched over with some kind of brickwork of those found at buxton some were covered with flints some in other parts with tiles those at yarmouth castor were closed with roman bricks and some have proper earthen covers adapted and fitted to them but in the homerical urn of patroclus Whatever was the solid tegument, we find the immediate covering to be a purple piece of silk, and such as had no covers might have the earth closely pressed into them, 
after which disposure were probably some of these wherein we found the bones and ashes half mortared unto the sand and sides of the urn and some long roots of quitch or dog's grass wreathed about the bones no lamps included liquors lacrimatories or tear-bottles attended these rural urns either as sacred unto the manes or passionate expressions of their surviving friends while with rich flames and hired tears they solemnized their obsequies and in the most lamented monuments made one part of their inscriptions cum lacrimis possuere some fine sepulchral vessels containing liquors which time hath incrassated into jellies for besides these lacrimatories notable lamps with vessels of oils and aromatical liquors attended noble ossuaries and some yet retaining a venosity and spirit in them which if any have tasted they have far exceeded the palates of antiquity liquors not to be computed by years of annual magistrates but by great conjunctions and the fatal periods of kingdoms about five hundred years the draughts of consulary date were but crude unto these and opimian wine but in the must unto them vinum opimiamum anorum centum patronius in sundry graves and sepulchres we meet with rings coins and chalices ancient frugality was so severe that they allowed no gold to attend the corpse but only that which served to fasten their teeth whether the opaline stone in this were burnt upon the finger of the dead or cast into the fire by some affectionate friend it will consist with either custom but other incinerable substances were found so fresh that they could feel no singe from fire these upon view were judged to be wood but sinking in water and tried by the fire we found them to be bone or ivory in their hardness and yellow colour they most resembled box which in old expressions found the epithet of eternal and perhaps in such conservatories might have passed uncorrupted that bailey's were found green in the tomb of st humbert after an hundred and fifty years was looked upon as miraculous remarkable it was unto old spectators that the cypress of the temple of diana lasted so many hundred years the wood of the ark and olive-rod of aaron were older at their captivity but the cypress of the ark of noah was the greatest vegetable of antiquity if josephus were not deceived by some fragments of it in his days to omit the moor-logs and fir-trees found underground in many parts of england the undated ruins of winds floods or earthquakes and which in flanders still show from what quarter they fell as generally lying in a north-east position but though we found not these pieces to be wood according to first apprehensions yet we missed not altogether of some woody substance for the bones were not so clearly picked but some coals were found amongst them a way to make wood perpetual and a fit associate for metal whereon was laid the foundation of the great ephesian temple and which were made the lasting tests of old boundaries and landmarks whilst we look on these we admire not observations of coals found fresh after four hundred years in a long deserted habitation even eggshells have been found fresh not tending to corruption in the monument of king childerit the iron relics were found all rusty and crumbling into pieces but our little iron pins which fastened the ivory works held well together and lost not their magnetical quality though wanting a tenacious moisture for the firmer union of parts 
although it be hardly drawn into fusion, yet that metal soon submitteth unto rust and dissolution. In the brazen pieces we admired not the duration, but the freedom from rust and ill savour upon the hardest attrition, but now exposed unto the piercing atoms of air, in the space of a few months, they begin to spot and betray their green entrails. We conceive not these urns to have descended thus naked as they appear, or to have entered their graves without the old habit of flowers. The urn of Philippemon was so laden with flowers and ribbons, that it afforded no sight of itself. The rigid Lycurgus allowed olive and myrtle. The Athenians might fairly accept against the practice of Democritus to be buried up in honey, as fearing to embezzle a great commodity of their country, and the best of that kind in Europe. But Plato seemed too frugally politic, who allowed no larger monument than would contain four heroic verses, and designed the most barren ground for sepulture. Though we cannot commend the goodness of that sepulchral ground, which was set at no higher rate than the mean salary of Judas. Though the earth had confounded the ashes of these ossuaries, yet the bones were so smartly burnt, that some thin plates of brass were found half-melted among them, whereby we apprehend they were not of the meanest caresses, perfunctorily fired, as sometimes in military, and commonly in pestilence, burnings, or after the manner of abject corpses, huddled forth and callously burnt, without the Esquiline port at Rome, which was an affront continued upon Tiberius, while they but half burnt his body, and in the amphitheatre, according to the custom in notable malefactors, in amphitheatro semi-ustulandum, Suetonius, whereas Nero seemed not so much to fear his death, as that his head should be cut off, and his body not burnt entire. Some, finding many fragments of skulls in these urns, suspected a mixture of bones. In none we searched was their cause of such conjecture, though sometimes they declined not that practice. The ashes of Domitian were mingled with those of Julia, of Achilles with those of Patroclus. All urns contained not single ashes. Without confused burnings, they affectionately compounded their bones, passionately endeavouring to continue their living unions. And when distance of death denied such conjunctions, unsatisfied affections conceived some satisfaction to be neighbours in the grave, to lie urn by urn, and touch but in their manes. And many were so curious to continue their living relations, that they contrived large and family urns, wherein the ashes of their nearest friends and kindred might successively be received, at least some parcels thereof, while their collateral memorials lay in minor vessels about them. Antiquity held two light thoughts from objects of mortality, while some drew provocatives of mirth from anatomies, sic erimus cuncti ergo dum vivimus vivamus, and jugglers showed tricks with skeletons, when fiddlers made not so pleasant mirth as fences, and men could sit with quiet stomachs, while hanging was played before them. A barbarous pastime at feasts, when men stood upon a rolling globe with their necks in a rope and a knife in their hands, ready to cut it when the stone was, rolled away wherein, if they failed, they lost their lives, to the laughter of their spectators. Old considerations made few mementos by skulls and bones upon their monuments. In the Egyptian obelisks and hieroglyphical figures, it is not easy to meet with bones. The sepulchral lamps speak nothing less than sepulture, and in their literal draughts prove often obscene and antique pieces. Where we find D. M., Dies manibus, 
it is obvious to meet with sacrificing pateras and vessels of libation upon old sepulchral monuments in the jewish hypogeum and subterranean cell at rome was little observable beside the variety of lamps and frequent draughts of antony and jerome we meet with thigh-bones and death's-heads but the cemeterial cells of ancient christians and martyrs were filled with draughts of scripture stories not declining the flourishes of cypress palms and olive and the mystical figures of peacocks doves and cocks but iterately affecting the portraits of enoch lazarus jonas and the vision of ezekiel as hopeful draughts and hinting imagery of the resurrection which is the life of the grave and sweetens our habitations in the land of moles and pismires gentle inscriptions precisely delivered the extent of men's lives seldom the manner of their deaths which history itself so often leaves obscure in the records of memorable persons there is scarce any philosopher but dies twice or thrice in laetius nor almost any life without two or three deaths in plutarch which makes the tragical ends of noble persons more favourably resented by compassionate readers who find some relief in the election of such differences the certainty of death is attended with uncertainties in time manner places the variety of monuments hath often obscured true graves and cenotaphs confounded sepulchres for beside their real tombs many have found honorary and empty sepulchres the variety of homer's monuments made him of various countries euripides had his tomb in africa but his sepulchre in macedonia and severus found his real sepulchre in rome but his empty grave in gallia he that lay in a golden urn eminently above the earth was not like to find the quiet of his bones many of these urns were broke by a vulgar discoverer in hope of enclosed treasure the ashes of marcellus were lost above ground upon the like account where profit hath prompted no age hath wanted such miners for which the most barbarous expilators found the most civil rhetoric gold once out of the earth is no more due unto it what was unreasonably committed to the ground is reasonably resumed from it let monuments and rich fabrics not riches adorn men's ashes the commerce of the living is not to be transferred unto the dead it is not injustice to take that which none complains to lose and no man is wronged where no man is possessor what virtue yet sleeps in this terra damnata and age cinders were petty magic to experiment these crumbling relics and long-fired particles superannuate such expectations bones hairs nails and teeth of the dead were the treasures of old sorcerers in vain we revive such practices present superstition too visibly perpetuates the folly of our forefathers wherein unto old observation this island was so complete that it might have instructed persia plato's historian of the other world lies twelve days incorrupted while his soul was viewing the large stations of the dead how to keep the corpse seven days from corruption by anointing and washing without extenteration were an hazardable piece of art in our choicest practice how they made distinct separation of bones and ashes from fiery admixture hath found no historical solution though they seemed to make a distinct collection and overlooked not pyrrhus his toe some provision they might make by fictile vessels coverings tiles or flat stones upon and about the body and in the same field not far from these urns many stones were found underground as also by careful separation of extraneous matter composing and raking up the burnt bones with forks 
observable in that notable lamp of Galvanus Martianus, who had the sight of the vas ustrinum, or vessel wherein they burnt the dead, found in the Esquiline field at Rome, might have afforded clearer solution. But their insatisfaction herein begat that remarkable invention in the funeral pyres of some princes, by incombustible sheets made with the texture of asbestos, incremable flax, or salamander's wool, which preserved their bones and ashes incommixed. How the bulk of a man should sink into so few pounds of bones and ashes may seem strange unto any who considers not its constitution, and how slender a mass will remain upon an open and urging fire of the carnal composition. Even bones themselves, reduced into ashes, do abate a notable proportion, and consisting much of a volatile salt, when that is fired out, make a light kind of cinders. Although their bulk be disproportionable to their weight, when the heavy principle of salt is fired out, and the earth almost only remaineth, observable in sallow, which makes more ashes than oak, and discovers the common fraud of selling ashes by measure, and not by ponderation. Some bones make best skeletons, some bodies quick and speediest ashes. Who would expect a quick flame from hydropical Heraclitus? The poisoned soldier, when his belly brake, put out two pyres in Plutarch. But in the plague of Athens one private power served two or three intruders, and the Saracens burnt in large heaps by the king of Castile showed how little fuel sufficeth. Though the funeral pyre of Patroclus took up an hundred foot, a piece of an old boat burnt Pompey, and if the burthen of Isaac was sufficient for an holocaust, a man may carry his own pyre. From animals are drawn good burning lights and good medicines against burning. Though the seminal humour seems of a contrary nature to fire, yet the body completed proves a combustible lump, wherein fire finds flame even from bones, and some fuel almost from all parts, though the metropolis of humidity, the brain, Hippocrates, seems least disposed unto it, which might render the skulls of these urns less burned than other bones. But all flies or sinks before fire, almost in all bodies. When the common ligament is dissolved, the attenuable parts ascend, the rest subside in coal, calx, or ashes. To burn the bones of the king of Edom for lime, Amos 2.1, seems no irrational ferity, but to drink the ashes of dead relations, as Artemisia of her husband Marsolus, a passionate prodigality. He that hath the ashes of his friend hath an everlasting treasure, where fire taketh leave, corruption slowly enters. In bones well burned, fire makes a wall against itself. Experimented in copals, and tests of metals, which consist of such ingredients. What the sun compoundeth, fire analyzeth, not transmuteth. That devouring agent leaves almost always a morsel for the earth, whereof all things are but a colony, and which, if time permits, the mother element will have in their primitive mass again. He that looks for urns and old sepulchral relics, must not seek them in the ruins of temples, where no religion anciently placed them. These were found in a field, according to ancient custom, in noble or private burial. The old practice of the Canaanites, the family of Abraham, and the burying-place of Joshua, in the borders of his possessions, and also agreeable unto Roman practice to bury by highways, whereby their monuments were under eye, memorials of themselves and mementos of mortality unto living passengers whom the epitaphs of great ones were fain to beg to stay and look upon them. 
a language though sometimes used not so proper in church inscriptions siste viator the sensible rhetoric of the dead to exemplarity of good life first admitted to the bones of pious men and martyrs within church walls which in succeeding ages crept into promiscuous practice while constantine was peculiarly favoured to be admitted into the church porch and the first thus buried in england was in the days of cuthred christians dispute how their bodies should lie in the grave in urnal interment they clearly escaped this controversy though we decline the religious consideration yet in cemeterial and narrower burying-places to avoid confusion and cross-position a certain posture were to be admitted which even pagan civility observed the persians lay north and south the megarians and phoenicians placed their heads to the east the athenians some think towards the west which christians still retain and beda will have it to be the posture of our saviour that he was crucified with his face toward the west we will not contend with tradition and probable account but we applaud not the hand of the painter in exalting his cross so high above those on either side since hereof we find no authentic account in history and even the crosses found by helena pretend no such distinction from longitude or dimension to be knaved out of our graves to have our skulls made drinking-bowls and our bones turned into pipes to delight and sport our enemies are tragical abominations escaped in burning burials urnal interments and burnt relics lie not in fear of worms or to be an heritage for serpents in carnal sepulture corruptions seem peculiar unto parts and some speak of snakes out of the spinal marrow but while we suppose common worms in graves tis not easy to find any there few in churchyards above a foot deep fewer or none in churches though in fresh decayed bodies teeth bones and hair give the most lasting defiance to corruption in an hydropical body ten years buried in the churchyard we met with a fat concretion where the nitre of the earth and the salt and lixivious liquor of the body had coagulated large lumps of fat into the consistence of the hardest castile soap whereof part remaineth with us after battle with the persians the roman corpses decayed in few days while the persian bodies remained dry and uncorrupted bodies in the same ground do not uniformly dissolve nor bones equally moulder whereof in the opprobrious disease we expect no long duration the body of the marquis of dorset who was buried in fifteen thirty and dug up in sixteen o eight and found perfect like an ordinary corpse newly interred seemed sound and handsomely sear-clothed that after seventy-eight years was found uncorrupted common tombs preserve not beyond powder a firmer consistence and compage of parts might be expected from arefaction deep burial or charcoal the greatest antiquities of mortal bodies may remain in putrefied bones whereof though we take not in the pillar of lot's wife or metamorphosis of ortelius some may be older than pyramids in the putrefied relics of the general inundation when alexander opened the tomb of cyrus the remaining bones discovered his proportion whereof urnal fragments afford but a bad conjecture and have this disadvantage of grave interments that they leave us ignorant of most personal discoveries for since bones afford not only rectitude and stability but figure unto the body it is no impossible physiognomy to conjecture at fleshy appendances and after what shape the muscles and carnous parts might hang in their full consistencies a full-spread carriola shows a well-shaped horse behind 
handsome form skulls give some analogy of fleshy resemblance. A critical view of bones makes a good distinction of sexes. Even colour is not beyond conjecture, since it is hard to be deceived in the distinction of the negro skulls. Dante's Purgatorio twenty three thirty one characters are to be found in skulls as well as faces. Hercules is not only known by his foot, other parts make out their comproportions and inferences upon whole or parts, and since the dimensions of the head measure the whole body, and the figure thereof gives conjecture of the principal faculties, physiognomy outlives ourselves, and ends not in our graves. Severe contemplators, observing these lasting relics, may think them good monuments of persons past, little advantage to future beings, and, considering that power which subdueth all things unto itself, that can resume the scattered atoms, or identify out of anything, conceive it superfluous to expect a resurrection out of relics, but the soul subsisting, other matter, clothed with due accidents, may salve the individuality. Yet the saints, we observe, arose from graves and monuments about the holy city. Some think the ancient patriarchs, so earnestly desired to lay their bones in Canaan, as hoping to make a part of that resurrection, and, though thirty miles from Mount Calvary, at least to lie in that region which should produce the first fruits of the dead. And if, according to learned conjecture, the bodies of men shall rise where their greatest relics remain, many are not like to err in the topography of their resurrection, though their bones or bodies be after translated by angels into the field of Ezekiel's vision, or, as some will order it, into the valley of judgment, or Jehoshaphat. End of chapter 12